remarkable. <laughs> your choice of dreadful <laughs> karaoke in some little small bar no. in Chinatown. So that was the latest Harry Styles. Just delightful. out. Came out on the 11th. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my friend, Mrs. Berry. Hello. Who's become a fashionista lately. We're going to get into that a bit later <laughs> on. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. A special thank you to our Patreons. What's a Patreon, Kim? A, well, I think it's a Patreon, but, you know, I don't want to quibble. Uh, what? Stop now. <laughs> so Patreons are people that throw us a bit of coin and hopefully get something in return, which curiously, since we instigated it, has resulted in unreliable and infrequent podcasting. Yay! So sign on up. It's, it's well worth your while. It is, and, and, you, and you're keeping us on the air. You really are. And you are. I think at the, towards the end of the year, we're always talking about having these mystical, mythical events, but we will have a Christmas catch up, and we're going to put all that money behind the bar. Unless you've already embezzled it, Kim. <laughs> no, but now I'm kind of thinking that I wish I had. Like, that would have been really cool. So let's start off first, as we always do. How was your week? It's been a few weeks since we last podcast because we haven't oh. been in the same place at the same, same time. time. Okay. Very busy and important. So, I had terrible crushing anxiety and oh. loss of self-esteem for a good couple of weeks in there dreadful why didn't you tell me um i don't know because i thought it was silly because i always tell you i know well i kind of that's weird i well i didn't actually really tell anyone to be perfectly honest because i was kind of in that zone of like i I was just we're we're, um podcasting from the bed studio today so i'm going to actually ask you to lean towards the microphone yeah that's better less Um, ish. And uh, no, because I was doing a lot of CBT on myself, realizing that um, it was my brain yeah. and not reality. Yeah, of course. Um, that does mean so, like every hour on the hour of every minute of every day. It's like, look at the evidence, Kate. Yes, That's look to the facts. Look at the look facts. Look to the facts. Look to the facts. Uh, and then I last week. Yeah, that's got to do with our age, though, don't you? Yes, yeah, of course. Uh, then I got to the end of last week where I got the magazine to bed 15 minutes before um, my colleague and I had to leave for the airport. So that was Shit. like I was Adrenaline. pretty happy about that. And then on Friday we had a work event, an annual work, we call it live, and there's a panel and we have a keynote and a couple of other speakers. And it Those just who are you, and we do have a lot of new people. Yes, we do. Um, we've got a lot of new people joining us. Um, Kim edits an industry food and wine beverage, and I am a trophy wife. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a trophy wife. She is an author and a writer and just a goddamn all-round legend. Oh, stop um, it. <laughs> so, Keep going. And so, um, anyway, this event went off like a frog in a sock. And which is a good thing for those that don't know that phrase. And I chaired the panel. Of course you did. And give a girl a microphone and she <laughs> turns into Barbara fucking Streisand. I know. And um it look, it went really well and I had a few people come up to me afterwards who had been um who had been attendees saying um that I'd done a great job. Yeah. And do. it was quite affirming, you, you know, to be have a these podcaster. people. I know. Well, I did actually tell a couple of the women that I do a podcast and I told them it's about women who are perimenopausal and menopausal and they all went, 
What what is it? What's it called? Yeah, I know. So I know, hello. I must say <laughs> we've got a lot of newbies joining up. Um, a lot of people joining the Facebook page. If you're not on the Facebook page, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, get you get your life together. That's where all the good stuff goes down. Um, and then. Rob came down Friday night and we just had two days in Melbourne and I think it was the most relaxed I had been since I actually started the job in April. Good. And we just ate and just, oh my, and just, just wandered, just walked this Melbourne. It was just great. Did the Wasman have the kids? No. And uh, the kids just look after themselves. Yeah, self-raising flowers. Yeah. Why not like that too now? Yeah. And Only because I'm opting out of being a mother. Yeah. I'm so done. They're all totally capable of cooking yeah. oh, and well, of cleaning and of, you I've know. I've got one sitting in there going, when are you going to make my koftas? I said, well, if you can't fucking make a kofta, yeah. you're in your 10, yeah. put it in a pan and turn it. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so done. <laughs> when do you, so, so I have had, yes. No, meanwhile, that was yeah. my week. So how was your week? Well. Or weeks. Dreadful. Yes. Dreadful. You have been having... I have been through the... It rehab. hasn't even been peaks and troughs. It's no, just no, been no. a trough. I have been like lying at the bottom of that trough, like clutching at like... What's that big trench in the bottom of the ocean? Is that the, the Marina Suez Trench? Canal? No, not the Suez Canal. The Marina, the Mariana Trench, I think it's called. I don't know. It's the lowest point in the ocean. It is like, it was like, right, here we are. Dark, this, no this oxygen. Is, this is what... Hot, weird rock, creatures. This is what rock bottom looks like. I don't, don't believe that to be true because I think I can go darker, but um, just with everything relationships mothering just you know dealing with my own brain dealing with fucking morons having the school holidays teenagers aren't fun i gotta just say that teenagers yeah. are they're, they're they're challenging yeah is the word that my talking doctor likes to use challenging i'm like fucking challenging i'll tell you challenging do you know what i, I can't... love them and before you all come oh you're lucky to even have kids oh fuck off yes yeah, fuck off Hey, um, do you know what I did come home to on a Sunday night? Felix had given Grover a haircut. Oh, for fuck's sake. Would you like to guess what it is? Yeah, they're all getting, um, you know, what are they called? A mullet. Mullets. Yes, this is better, even better than a mullet. Do you know what's one step harder than a mullet? No. A skullet. What's that? Uh, so that's like a bald top of your head. Oh, and just the... And then just long oh, from at, at the back. But that's what they do now. And he's just like he's going to school like that. They go to parties, and they and one of mine is 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 basically grounded for the rest of his natural born life. Born life. Yeah, they go to parties, and they shave each other's heads, or they shave off an eyebrow. Yeah, and then I'm like looking at him, going, "I gave up everything <laughs> that I loved: <laughs> cigarettes." booze, cheese, meat, everything that I love to, to bring you safely into this world and you go and do that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, so, I complained to mum about it and I'm like, oh, I'm really funny. Oh, 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 I remember when you, this is glorious for me. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's not helpful. That's really bad. Yeah, it's but, not helpful. Yeah, and I just think, I just want someone to be on my side. Well, I think you know that I am and I think you, you know are. that everyone who listens Thank to us, you, beautiful we are people. all on your side, Mr. willing Wig, you forward. Mr. Wig has been amazing. Yeah. He has stepped into like this dad that these kids never thought he was going to be. Wow. Yeah, it's quite sexy. I know. I was just going to say, isn't it amazing when they step up? 
I've got. Well, where have you been for the last sixteen years? <laughs> I've been the fun one. I've been the shit one. And now you're just caught like, oh god, I couldn't love that man more when he goes off at them. Oh. Except it's only really one. I've got to give credit to the other one. He's been pretty good, but that's, um, that's ahead of us. So Felix used to, you know, when he'd go out with his mates, one of them used to always fall asleep. So they used to always shave one of his eyebrows oh. off. So this poor kid basically Never went through the last couple of years of high school without an eyebrow. Can you hear that, everyone? That's what we're talking about. I'm so hungry. Go and make your own kofta. I'm, Get that. I can't say that on the podcast. Ooh. Come on. Hi. See you, kids. Bye. We're going to have to cut this out, you know. Can you go? Uh, yeah, they can't see you. See you He's waving to you all. Bye. And that is why mummy drinks. <laughs> that is why mummy drinks. <laughs> and sometimes it requires a visit from... I need to tell you a really I need to tell you a really funny story that we actually did discuss last week but I think it's going to make you roar with laughter again. Okay. So um mum has this, you know, thing where at the one in the one breath she's telling me that I'm working too much and I'm it's just too much for me and then in the other breath she's going my phone's not working can you fix it? And uh the other week she came down and she was like can you um Oh, you, you you haven't been home. I've never seen. Yeah, you, you're never here. Can you order this my hair stuff for me? And then I just never got around to ordering it because I'm a terrible daughter. And on Friday, when I was in Melbourne, a package arrived for me, and Mum saw it or got it from the door and just went, "Oh, this must be the hair stuff that Kim ordered for me," even though it had my name on it, um, <laughs> and nothing to indicate that it was a hair product. So she opened it and inside was another package that was wrapped in black crepe paper, which, you know, to the rest of us just goes, it, that, that screams hair products. And uh, yeah, so she unwrapped that layer and then realised quite quickly that it was not hair products and just left it on my desk. What was it? It was my new vibrator. She might have thought it was a tonging tool for her hair. True. A curling wand. I tell you what, using it could make your hair go curly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the bad jokes happening Oh, tonight. dad jokes unlocked. Have another sip of that disgusting, so, very absolute. So vomit. Rob got home yep. and said to me, uh, did you leave this here? Oh, dear Lord. Like, she just left it. Like, she might not have known what it was. She didn't even put it in up in our bedroom. She no, just but left she it. she probably thought it was something to do with the well, kitchen. Well, she filibustered around when Rob just casually... I mean, God love him. coming closer. Sorry. God love him. Like, he or just sort just of... He just went, um, you know, upstairs and was like, oh, Bob. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe you did that. Like, And I said, how did you ask her? And he just went, casually. And she was like, oh, I thought it was my hair products. And then I opened it. And oh, I knew that I, just, I could see that it wasn't my hair stuff. So I just left it there. What do you think she thought it was? Oh, she knows exactly oh, what it is. She doesn't. She does. She doesn't. Oh, God. Hey, anyway, I... so yeah. So do you want to know what's happening with that vibrator? I'm burning it to the ground. As if I could ever use it. Give it to me. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Um, now, change of topic. Also, no, hang on. Why do vibrators have to be pink or purple? Why aren't they Mine's like green. good colours? Is it? Yeah. I want a black one. You can get black ones. I know, but I couldn't get a black one in the one that I wanted. It was just in purple. It's annoying. 
Sorry. Dildo marketers, be smarter and more inclusive of colours. Um, okay, can we change the topic now? Otherwise, sure. we're just going to talk about this all right. Yeah. Okay, so I wrote about something this week. Yes. And I noticed that you said something on stories recently. Yes. Um, I wrote about how I lost my shit when the neighbours started with the snippering, blow yes. and everything at yes. 5.30 on a Sunday night for two hours. Oh, my gosh. And then I was thinking, I'm going to write this. And I wrote it, and I'm quite premenstrual, and I sent it off, and I thought, oh, I'm going oh, to cop it here. Everyone's going to go, why did they do anything wrong? <laughs> um, and then, but I only got a couple of those. But then I noticed that you yelled at a lady in the bus queue. Yeah. Can you tell me about... So... Because this is leading into a bigger conversation. So the bus queue at Wynyard in Sydney is the main hub for all of the buses heading up the north side, right? So in the in peak hour, it's like the Hunger Games. It's just every man and woman for yourself. The bus That does not sound relaxing. The bus to go up to the northern beaches, the line can often extend about it probably goes about 10 or 15 meters up one way and then snakes back down. And sometimes it can snake twice right but now that we have the the new bus the b-line the double decker god you can't let an episode go by that, without the, bringing, bringing up, up the, the new bus the new bus as the oscar new calls bus. it it's the new bus everything and the way we it's live changed everything i can't tell you i don't understand why anyone drives um and they they just bring them in right it's just seriously like cattle class it's just moving everyone along. you're right there yep. it's just moving everyone along and Sounds so we're like all the in the line. Tale. We're all in the line, right? Everyone's forming a nice orderly queue. I'm right near the very end, but that's fine because I'm still waiting for Rob to arrive. And this woman comes up from when you because it's when you're like underground, so comes up from under there and walks through. And then between me and another person in the line goes, Oh, excuse me, and just walks through and just walks onto the bus. There's like Smart play lady. Probably about 70 people in front of her. And I'm just like no. the audacity. Good on you. I and I just went for that too. And I just went. Ah, uh, was it clever? Was it clever what you said? No, I just went. Ah, uh, there's a line like this, and she just didn't, you know. And I went, there's a line. And meanwhile, the driver just pegged her and just went, get off, like. Oh. And so she sort of came off, and I'm just going, what the fuck? And she was just like, and she's like, she might have been on her way to pick up her kid, and she's running late because she's just had a bad news that she's got cancer. Don't care. <gasps> Don't this care. Is the difference between you and me. If that was, if that was her story, I just she like should... to yell at gardeners. Then she think about doing their business. <laughs> no, you see, the thing is, if we're making that exception for her, then we're make. How many other people are we making it for? And then those of us who've just had a bog standard day are standing there for an hour before we get on a bus. Okay, um, what do you think about this? Sometimes if I am like recently been to the opera house to see something and the girls' queues are always really long, I go into the men's toilets and do a wee in the stalls. Is that queue jumping? Or should I have to stand? Well, no. I'm going to risk no, persecution. Because, no, that is not queue jumping because there's no queue. Like you're not, like there's no, no queue into the boys. Should, because I am a female, line up with the other females. Well, that's your choice. What would you do? I would stay in the women's queue because I'm not going into the men's toilets because, dear holy God, like, ugh, piss on everything in there. They're dreadful, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They are disgusting. Yeah. Do you ever, along the same lines, put your bins out and have too much rubbish and then pop Always. It? Yeah. Okay, because I wrote about this and I was like, is that stealing? Uh, no. Well, how is it stealing? 
No. A lot of people think that you shouldn't do that. I know. I am, I am. I must say, I am actually quite fascinated by people that get rabid about other people putting rubbish in their bin when they when they have no more rubbish to put in their it's bin. Uncontained dog shit. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. You still have to but, be. Ra- you okay. still have to be raised right. Right. So if you're taking a dog for a walk, which you don't have, yes, and it does a shit, and you pick it up in the little bag, would you pop it into someone else's bin that was about to be collected? Mm. Uh, yeah, or would I, you put it back into your handbag, then forget about it for three weeks until you find it? <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> well, for starters, it certainly wouldn't be going into my bag. I must say, I do feel a bit weird about putting dog poo in someone else's bin. Now, how weird's that? In, I'm in happy to put a bag, bag of... Yeah, I know. How weird is... I don't know why. I don't know Speaking why I feel like that. Poo, have you heard the news? Someone's been taking a dump outside Roxy Jusenko's office in Double Bay every morning. <laughs> it's, it's like all over the news. <laughs> What is with that? Like the poo joggers. What is with that? Things seem to happen to her all the time. Oh, it's just pay her. She's got to be in the bloody news. I actually really like her. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about her, except for I do know her name. I've met her quite a few times. Was she married to someone? Who went to jail. Yes. Inside of trading. Ibrahim? No, not one of the Ibrahims. She was like just shagging one of those. But um, she is super clever and Everyone's there rolling their eyes, but let me tell you. She well, she's happy. making some curious life choices. Every time I email her or ask her for something, she is on it back straight at me. Like, she must never be off her computer. Um, oh, my God. Have you heard the news? Speaking of PR, I've been contacted by someone who wants to sponsor the podcast. <gasps> <coughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, instant headache. Oh my god! Okay, Someone actually values what we're doing. Oh, Kim. I think I just starved my brain of oxygen making that big inhalation. Oh, oh my god! But okay. we can't say anything more about it because it's a product that we have to actually believe in. Oh, unless they put an extra two zeros on that check and they won't plug anything, eh? Hey, hey! But that's exciting. I thought that was quite oh my cool. God. Someone's okay. Well, look, you know, that's one more than approached us last year. I know, and that just means well, dominance is inevitable. That means we're on the radar. We're on the radar of someone. That's a little bit exciting. I know. So if you know someone who might like to sponsor the podcast, yeah, you know, you might have an auntie that works at, um, um, what sort of sponsorship? I don't know. Chocolate, chocolate or alcohol, alcohol. Um, yeah, not insurance or anything boring. No, and not like I. Yeah, no. Actually, beggars can't be choosers. We pretty much sell dog food if that's what you want us to do. <laughs> That was very exciting. So I'm in initial oh. talks. Kim's not coming in until I feel that she's ready to be politically correct and not tell oh them that they're God. all fucking stupid and storm out. That's really, yeah, that's, I'm a that's probably actually professional wise. in that capacity. Yeah, you've got more experience in that area. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, I've got a new segment. Oh. It's called Things That Are Good. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to start off. Yes. Things That Are Good. There is a little cafe in Willoughby called The Incinerator. Yes. It's near the netball courts. Okay. Things that are good. Yes. They do this gin and tonic with gin sorbet <gasps> over ice. Oh, I've got to stop inhaling like that. Yeah. And I've had two now and it's pretty much all I can think about. It is the most delicious, refreshing thing. Gin sorbet. It was, I need, it to, get was on, gin I need to get on board with in, that. In a glass filled with ice. Yep. Topped with gin sorbet, which then melts through... I am. I got an invite to an interview with a gin distiller who makes rhubarb gin. He's <gasps> out here. Two of my favourite things combined. 
Well, I replied to that. I replied what, what, to the PR. Where are we going? I replied to the PR guy. Uh, gin and rhubarb are the, my two favourite things. It's next week. I'm already away. Oh, fuck. I know. I Doris it. is going, and he said, "I'll give you a." I'll, yeah. Said you know, Can they'll, you bring I'll that give you back some for the booze review. I know. I, I think Doris fucking... is going to drink it. Let me have another try of that drink. Yeah, you can have it. This is dreadful. I think this. it's already given me a headache. Um, yeah, bring that back. I got invited to um, something about recyclable batteries. <laughs> oh, that's really terrible. Our influencer status is quite is bad. Stratospheric. It's quite sad. But I've got to tell you something. You know how I watch Love Island? Yes. Don't. Look is at there me. an Australian one? Yes. Is it still going? It's on tonight. Don't mm. look at me like that. Mm, okay. Look at me. Um, and I've just worked out Instagram. It's taken me all this time to work out Instagram. What? Because I just don't understand these young, beautiful things that just have photos of themselves. Because that, to me, is that you're a lover, right? You're up yourself. You know, when we grew up, you yeah. know, you'd show any. But yeah. that is now your CV. Yeah. I didn't. It just dawned on me because they're all on this Instagram, and then they're all doing Love Island, and Love Island recruits through Instagram. Oh, does it now? Yeah, I just. I feel really stupid because, like, you and I are pioneers of the social media space. Yeah. And I just could never just, understand well, it's not a, I know. It's a young person's game. What about TikTok? Have you got TikTok? No. No. I don't really get it. Look, I, I'm still old school. I like Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes I dip into Twitter. I dipped into Twitter the other day and I, it, I'm i still laughing about it because our friend Rick Morton, who today oh announced God, he's got a book, book deal... God, so do you exciting! At his first book I, was, I could not feel my teeth. Hopefully, he'll do a breakfast um, this time. Yeah. <laughs> that was that will uh, that was the first time I met Lee Sales. Hashtag never forget. Um, that was the, that was the time I got asked by, out by a lady. Oh yes, yeah, she was really nice. Yes. Anyway, um, and uh, yeah, he put up a link to a TV news spot that was talking about a government announcement in Sydney for these trackless trams that are going to operate in Parramatta and be the connector between the new Badgerys Creek Airport and the train line, right? So these trackless trams. And Rick just put a line above it going, that'd be a bus. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't throw Rick Morton everywhere, then we don't want to know you. It was so good. And then the, uh, the next, uh, the next, someone else then wrote underneath. Yes, it's like a car that it's like a car that's in the water without wheels, but a propeller is called a boat. <laughs> have you got something that's good? Uh, have oh a my recommendation of something that's good. What's the best thing that's happened to you since we last saw each other? Despite being chronically anxiety, having chronic anxiety, because mm. <laughs> that's actually not good. <laughs> um, mm. Have you discovered a fashion label? Have you eaten yes. something particularly delicious? So I'm digging this dress on you. I bought it on the weekend in Melbourne. It's very nice. Is I went it Nike? No, I went to Cos. Ah. I have gone into Cos about four times in my life. I love their stuff with a passion. I've never tried anything on because I was convinced none of it would fit. It's really nice. And then I went in this weekend and I went, fuck it. I'm going to look. And the fabric is just, just beautiful. beautiful. And it just, it's just, I'm I've got in something love. from Cos in there, which I think is the, fa- the same fabric. And um, it's not and cheap. I went They're in. not giving it away. It's not giving it away, but this was not. No, that I. But buy this, it, it's a piece. Buy it once and buy it well. I just yeah. totally agree that you just need to buy things that you love. Yeah, and yeah. like not I'm feel just you're like, covered with cheap shit. Yeah, but that's it. You see, I'm just yeah. like I would sooner spend 
three times the price yeah. on one thing and then have it last me five years. Who are you? Then, you know, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, I bought a wide-legged, I bought a wide-legged cropped pant. And I said to the woman, I would really like just, all you a need summer then weight is like pant. A statement haircut, some statement earrings. Oh. And some statement oh, glasses, goodness. and then you could totally like go. And I know I could just I could just rock it. Oh, oh, um, hang on. So I discovered Cos, which was just, and I had the most, I had the best time in there. And she was awesome. And I tried, and I said to her, I never do wide leg pants because I'm quite short, and my legs are my only good thing, and I look like an oompa loompa because it cuts me down. And I put them nice on. Self talk there, Kim. And I put them on, and I think because they're cropped or something that they don't, they still just sit just above the ankle. But they looked but like really. Ankles. They looked really. I do have thin ankles. Um, they I've got thin ankles and thin eyelashes. It's great. I know, right? It's really working well for me. <laughs> um, and so, and Rob was with me, and Rob loves nothing more than a good shop, and it was He's so good. Just the best like of I would just so I'd come out and something. He'd go, mm, yeah, I love that sleeve on you, but I'm not sure about that length and like this sort of stuff. And then there was one thing I walked out in, and as I was walking out, I went, oh my god, this neck is just this. This is shitting me. And I walked out, and he just went, no. And so I know, but half my wardrobe, you look at it and go, no. Yeah. And then I go, fuck off. Yeah. And that's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that has been a lovely discovery, is that the is that COS is fantastic and beautiful and fits and all that sort of stuff. Um, I have been on Project Operation Density Drop. Yes, and update, please. I did see a croissant d- being eaten the other day. When was that, though? Mm, last week. I keep tabs. No, that was Rob's because Rob has a liar. Oh no! So when we have coffee, you lie, you lie. when we have coffee at Reuben Hills, which he is just around the to corner, eat croissants every day. He look so at him. Unfair. He can. I know, right? We have an ice. We have an ice latte, and then and Rob gets get this. He gets a croissant lightly warmed. Just like. But the reason it started, right, was he was like, he didn't want it put in the sandwich press because sometimes to warm oh, it, they, and then they squish the, it and it's yeah, not the same. The he's like, can you sort of lightly warm it so that it's not squished? And I put it in the microwave? Oh, no. God, no. You can't do that to it. That's like, that's criminal. Hey. Um, no, no, more. The other thing that I love is that Felix has discovered fashion. So he actually was showing me these things, these clothes that he was looking like, looking at online and just sort of saying... And like, I really like these, but I'm not sure about that. Do you know how lovely it is to have, have your relationship with your child move into a different space no, like that? I don't that? know what that's like. Tell me about it. <laughs> it must be thrilling for happen. everyone involved. It will happen. It will happen. And then, I'm so pleased um, for you. And then I bought sunglasses, like proper sunglasses. Okay, I think we should move on now. Yeah, I've had a pretty good. I've had a couple, like, I had a really well, rough run. you should run. be saving your money because where are we both heading off to this week? Oh, I know. Days? We've gotten the passports out. I'm heading to Singers for a couple of nights, hanging out with Sam Gibson. Oh. Um, lunch with him and seeing some friends. That's, a, that's, then, that's someone that we went to uni with. Yeah, he's a dear friend. Who it, totally on his... paper, opposite of us in every way. And I fight with him like I fucking want to punch him. <laughs> I do love him. So when we were at uni, I had the hots for him so badly. I can't believe you did. But it was just, I was so not like, 
I was not even on his gut. I was no, that's it. I was not on his radar. I did. I was a private school girl, but I didn't. That was as far as I. That was as far as I went in fitting his bill. He's a lovely man. He's got a lovely girl. She runs um, Moan Chandon in Asia. Like she's the manager director or something. Oh my god! Like where were we when people talked about those sorts of jobs? Trophy wife, and like where was writers. I? Like so, when I was when I okay, so when I want when I was younger, like at school, I wanted to be a journo. I wanted to be a war correspondent, and then when I decided to go after the money and work in PR, which lasted three minutes because oh my god, I just couldn't do it and I hated it and I wanted to be a journalist. Um, I wanted to do crisis communications and government relations. Why was I not going? I want to be the PR for Verve for Verve or. A luxury clothing brand. Before that, she was with like Louis Vuitton. Yeah, something. something. Like what? <sighs> Why didn't I do that? She never had a family though. She hasn't got kids. She's very nice. Well, maybe she didn't want them. I know. Lucky. I know, right? <laughs> Don't ask me about being a mother this month. No. I just tell you, it's not going to be good. So I am going, and then I am meeting up with the most hilarious group of Woods World readers for our oh. fourth annual trip to Panama Beach in Phuket. This, this lot, like I say it every year, but 85% of this lot are returned. Oh, so oh that's so good. It's like a reunion. Yeah, so everyone's very excited. Two more sleeps. And where are you going, Missy? New York. New York. Wonderful town. Yes. It is the first time I have been overseas since 1997. And it's my first time to New York. I can't. I have a new passport. Again, to tell you how much you're going to love it. I just, I can. Please don't get sick. When I, when I start to think about it, like my heart. I've been like, three times, and if I someone just can't. said, "Where would you like a plane ticket to tomorrow?" I'd say New York, even though I've been three times. Yeah. it is the greatest city in the world. Yep, yep. I just, I, I have already said to Rob, I'm just going to cry at everything, yep. squeal at everything. And just generally be the biggest dorky tourist. So the first week we're staying in uh, Manhattan, and then the whereabouts in Manhattan? uh, We're down near the High Line. We're down the Meatpacking District. All right, yeah, cool. And then we're actually staying in a hotel uh, called the Jane Hotel, which is where all the Titanic survivors stayed when they were brought back. Oh, Oh, how cool is that? Well, and at then, least that was survivors. You know, and then we, uh, and then the second week we are staying in Brooklyn in a um, in an apartment that is basically looks like it's out of the pages of a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, Nora Ephron chick flick rom com. Really cool. like and I am just beside myself. I'm just going to that is just. And you just walk walk into Manhattan. You just go across yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge. It's yeah. great. And we're catching up with just the dearest friends of ours who used to live here and I haven't seen since they left in 2007. And I'm catching up with my friend Blackbird who we met blogging. So we met blogging before Jasper was born. So 14, it'll be 15 years. Have you met her before? No. Oh my God, that's We've never met. And we're going over to their place for dinner. So I'm getting to like draw on her chalkboard and sit on her velvet lounge that I've always coveted and... Oh my God! Meet her hub, meet her hubby, and can I um, make a suggestion? Oh, so excited! And Mrs. and and um, I don't know if anyone else follows her on Insta, Miss Om. She's an Australian who lives in Bushwick, and yeah, I'm just. But really, it's just eating, walking, sightseeing, 
Can I su- just, make a suggestion? Uh, yes. That you press pause on Operation Density Drop. Oh, well, Operation Density Drop was really just for leading up to Has New York. Has it been successful? Uh, it's been successful in that it's made me feel better about myself. Good. Yes. And I've also cut down drinking, like, from probably about five or six nights a week to three. Awesome. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I just, I can't tell you, I am so excited. Felix is going to be in charge of the house. And this weekend was their... Oh, and this weekend was their trial run and he gave Grover a scullet. So what could possibly go wrong? Anyway, so when we come back, we're going to have so many great stories for you. So many. Um, so you will be missing us. Yes. Um, your beloved actually suggested that we republish a couple of past things oh. while we're there so we can catch oh. up with the new... I don't know. That's not my... That's not my how, do we, how do we do that? I don't know. Anyway, if anyone knows how to reschedule old episodes, we should probably know that. I should probably know that. Probably I can read. We've got a potential sponsor listening, Kim. Oh, yes. We really, yes, we do know about that. We know about Mm. all of it. Okay, we're going to move on to the reader's questions now. (laughs) Um, We've got about 15 minutes left. That'll do. Um, because I have to get ready. I have to cook my dinner. I have to have a shower and I have to get ready for the ride. Okay, hang on. Before the questions. The the best thing that has happened this year so far before New York and before like trumping getting a job and having an income and being able to do things like go to Cos and buy clothes or go to New York. Apple is now making TV shows and movies and they have announced they are making a musical version of A Christmas Carol with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Mic drop! I'm so excited! Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, I know there's others out there who are just as psychic as me that are not looking the, at me with I, derision. I've still got the Foxtel box that I got when I found out I was pregnant with Harry. Harry's now 25. Okay. So we're going to kick off with Joe. Any advice for me? Um, mum too busy. Oh, this one was quite bad. Oh. Okay. I'm mum to busy three and seven year olds with other activities and social events. I work part time in an admin because it suits mum life, but it's pretty unsatisfying. My partner is moving leaps and bounds in his career and I am bloody jealous. I feel like I'm here facilitating everyone else's dreams and achievements and I'm lost in the mix. Any advice? So I talked about this. And there was a couple of other people. You started out with, Joe, can I be bossy? Yeah. What? Change now. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is something I'm actually really, really passionate about. Yeah, I am too. Because, and this is something that also has come out a lot in Annabelle Crabb's recent um, essay. essay. And she came out with the, with the matter that this stuff has to change now. Mm. And this is not about, this is not a competition. This is about two people being in a partnership, having children. So there is no reason why one of those partners needs and wants, takes priority or is more important or comes at the sacrifice of the other without the full and complete agreement and acceptance by that partner who is making those sacrifices. I think... And I think that Joe has never that that conversation. It's not even that that conversation has never happened for Joe, and it doesn't happen for ninety nine point 
98% of us. It just happens because that's how it's happened but for I, our parents and like our to, parents' parents. To speak like in Joe's shoes, these things happen without you even realising it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's like not... you don't even wake no. up one day and go, no. I'm fucking pissed. Like, you have just been like sort of programmed. It just and it's so happens. It's in women yes. that this is what happens. And that's why I say you have to use your words and you have to say, I'm watching what you're getting and having outside of this home and to, and I'm actually really jealous mm. and we need to listen to that and we need to do something about that because I can't sit here for the next 20 years yeah because you'll be seething with hatred and anger um, but the other thing Joe is that uh, and we will have to move on we've got lots of questions the other thing Joe is that I and I'm speaking um, just from my own experience here men need to be told they are not great mind readers. So yeah. what I have done in the past when I've been flailing yeah. with uh, my Mr. Boog is that I've said, this is how I feel and this is how it's going to make it better. Yeah. So you actually have to provide practical solutions because as a very rare man, yours would probably be an exception, yes. that can read a mind. And do you know, I had, and this is one of the other things, and this is only just coming to me very recently, having, you know, with the family realignment and my two decades of psychiatric support and health and going out with someone who has also done an incredible lot of work on themselves, is we come at these things often with so many assumptions and presumptions about where the other person is at. And what the other person is thinking, oh, he didn't ring me because, he didn't call me back because. No, it's actually a case of when you see them or when you call and say, look, you said you were going to call me back and you didn't. And it sort of made me feel pretty Shit. average. Yeah. And then you get that reason, you know, and they might make up on it. But you can't put, you can't live on the assumptions and the presumptions. No, absolutely not. And so your husband, Joe's husband possibly... Is not even aware of no, the depth of what she's feeling. Yeah, because she she's hasn't done anything. And the other thing is, and Brené Brown did this. She discovered that a lot of men in this very traditional situation that the majority of us end up in, they're wigging out because they're like, "Fuck! If I lose my job, if I don't work hard, yeah. if I don't do this, then we're we're destitute." Yeah. So they're not operating. They're not necessarily operating on a, you know, some sort of high ho sort of. N- notion yeah and i think and i do think in that situation joe like he he has got a different type of pressure yeah yeah but but to talk about it and this is the thing right? i know and like um and and mr wig and i we will sit down and we will just lay it all out <laughs> and he will say i am feeling pressure because this month blah 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 and i say i am feeling pressure because like you can't read my mind so here is what my mind is saying. It is all about communication. We're going to move on. I think the other thing, just the final point on that is, I think when we've been in relationships for a long time, the the concept of having a difficult conversation is even more difficult. Yeah. Like having an icky conversation is hard. It, it's honesty though. But like, that honesty and if it's... If you comes, say, I have been thinking about this conversation I need to have with you and I'm very uncomfortable about it, so yeah. I really want you to listen yeah. and think about it before you respond. And... You know, do you know what Jesus comes Oprah? from those? Do you know what those those Brene? conversations bring? Brene and Oprah hour. No, but those conversations bring depth and meaning, and it doesn't. Also, I did say in that it doesn't. It's not resolution straight away. 
sometimes it's this is the first conversation of many. So that's enough of that. Bored now. Let's move on. Okay, Kim. Kim, this is interesting. I don't speak sport. I pay for sport. Oh, Kim. I transport for sport. I yes. volunteer to clean out and organise the sports storage and facilities. I attend tournaments. Admittedly, pay no attention. I dislike all of it. How to reconcile this mental load against receiving nothing personally satisfying in this labour discuss? Um, I think, again, going back to what Joe was saying, you've got to be honest. Like, I like watching certain sports, so I will go to Horatio's rugby match. Yeah. Do you want to catch me there at cricket? I've been to one game. It was so boring. I said, never again. And I was like, oh, it's so great. You just read the paper. And I'm like, oh, I will do that at home in the air conditioning. Yeah. Thank you very much. (laughs) The thing is... And it's like I, dance. I, oh. oh my god! I, I look at our friend Shay, who has three daughters, who, who all, all do like, like high five, level, high dance. level, five different forms of dance, and I weep at every photo. I don't look in, I, like I just weep on Shay's behalf of just going, fuck, like, and it's not, it's all of it. It's the costumes and the hair and the makeup and the getting there and then the the managing the kids' nerves and then the other parents. Oh, the other parents. See, so Grovey's. Headlong, especially into... the ones who are like basically think that they are the dancer. Mm. Yeah, so because they did dancing when they were little. Yes, and their dreams were shattered because they landed a they a, a got boobs cartwheel wrong. Then they are. So I um Grovey is you know like balls deep in baseball, and I actually don't mind it. But the thing that I mind, <laughs> the thing that I mind is the fucking imposition. It's just on all the time. And do you know what's on my list this week? The only thing that's on my list and has pushed, like, commuters out of the way? The team app for the baseball. It does my head in. Oh, I, I can get like, mine. I can get, like, 21 notifications yeah, no, a day. I for that one. But then how do you know what's going on? Just email me. Say, so I just... No. No. No, no just say you, you don't have um, a smartphone. Yeah, just say that. Okay, Mandy. Okay. Kim, I feel your pain. Mandy, this is an interesting one, and we're not pre. Well, yeah. A question for older mothers: Had babies in their forties? Would I don't we know how run you out it. of energy so before our children are teenagers? I have five kids spread out, and I'm very worried about this. Well, I had. I'd finished by thirty-one. So, I had my. I had my youngest when I was 37 but the thing is like you've got five that are spread out but by the time you're older those younger ones like are older it's not like they're two when you're in your 50s no so and we've got a friend the divine miss m who's got little ones yeah she's 47 um and I'm not gonna lie she's exhausted a lot of the time yeah yeah, I, I, my hat goes off to you all. Yeah. But the thing is that you have to remember is that each one, you are not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. So by the, like, so mine, by the fourth, he's got a skullet and I'm letting him go to school with it. Yeah, you're full on. All you're going to do, Mandy, is just lower your standards yeah. of everything. I think Grover wore the same school shirt for an entire week last term. Yeah. Um, Mandy, like, go home and buy a barbecue chook from the IGA. Put it on the table. Yeah. Don't ever worry about veggies. No. You just or you just buy a packet exhausted. of that salad mix. If you're exhausted like that, just because if you're stressed. Yeah. It's oh, not and good. do you know what? This is the thing. This is the thing. Like you know, how we tend to build the cross we then nail ourselves to. Oh my god. Where did you hear that? 
I just made it up. Why? That's the most brilliant thing. Can you write that down? That's the name of this podcast. <gasps> Kim, it's like you should be a writer or a podcast. What was it? We make the cross we nail ourselves to. Oh, my God. That, that's like, trademark that because that's going to be like one of those memes. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, and this was the thing, right? I, and, and again, I, I, this is about the fourth time I've mentioned Shay in this conversation. Oh, no, she's pretty fabulous. She's though. fabulous. When we went to a blogging conference like... 500 years ago and her, so her kids were really little and she rang them and said how's it going and they were like it's really good dad made us dinner it was rice and bacon it was the best and she just got off the phone she looked at me and she goes i've just been trying too hard yeah like absolutely rice and bacon and they were like this is awesome they don't care they don't, they don't. Care. do you know what they care about they care about the fact that you're there that's what they care about. You can feed them cheese toasted sandwiches yeah. four nights a week. Absolutely. But if you're there and you're listening to them and you're talking to them and you're cracking jokes and you're watching your favourite TV show as a family and you're, you know, all of that sort of stuff, really. Okay, moving on. Kathy asks, how do you handle a 14-year-old who prefers to spend a wonderful holiday, driving holiday, well, there's your first problem, <laughs> around Tasmania <laughs> complaining that her brother is sitting too close to her in the car and the phone isn't charged and that she isn't allowed into the over-16 only's exhibit at Mona rather than enjoying all of the things about the holiday. Sigh, teeth gnash, she made me mental. Okay, so this afternoon I was, I think, um, Kathy, you might have actually called in to Richard Valentine this afternoon. Yeah. Who had a hilarious segment on... No, James Valentine. James Valentine. Richard Glover, James Valentine. Two different people. Yeah. Um hilarious segment on how like teenagers just blow up at the most inane things so people were ringing in and oh. i was just i was like like i'm getting triggered by this i have to turn it off um but one of them was saying that he'd done a driving holiday um to some festival in adelaide is there some festival in yeah adelaide, adelaide does, has three amazing festivals and it puts them all on in like the one month okay so he had taken his teenage just a side side note a friend one of the guys at work calls says Adelaide is like a slice of dry toast <laughs> and that Brisbane is like Adelaide but with better weather I think I said that actually I like Adelaide oh okay anyway back to the story um so the first thing you've done is don't take a teenager on a driving holiday um at the moment until my children decide to be well one of them decides to become a fully paid member of the decent human race he ain't going nowhere um why would you put yourself through that torture no or the other thing is you have to bring a friend who they do or you do yeah, no they do Oof. yeah okay we have only got about three more minutes mate you pick one um oh donna says why do people get angry at you when you're sad Ah, uh, not my friends. No, get new friends, Donna. New friends. Um, oh gosh, these are these are some really full on ones. I know. Thank God, all of our friends are. Thank goodness for all of you for supporting each other. Oh, um, that's beautiful. Oh, is that was that a comment? Yeah, no, it was lovely. Like that, people oh, are writing these. I know, you know they're lovely. This is why you need to be on the Facebook page. Why do males always have the TV on? I don't know. Oh, so, so Fiona annoying. says, any advice on small things that can help a loved one through the grief, oh. grief of lo- losing a much-loved parent? Fucking cancer. Yes, indeed. Um, I think well, You could do what I did, go on the grief diet, lose 60 kilos, get really depressed and then have to rely on um, counselling and medication. <laughs> 
Super healthy. Super healthy. And I, and I don't know when I'll get over it. No. Hmm. And I think that's, I think this is the thing, right? Because we all know that grief has no time, like it has no end point. No. It just. It's always it. It is. It, it's, and it's different for every single human being. And sometimes being. it's worse than others. Yeah. Um, so I think it's things like, um, and this is what I've heard from other people as well, is it's just it's just doing stuff without asking them. Mm. So it's just taking them a dinner mm. or buying them a book or something and saying, oh, I saw this and I thought of you. Or And also speaking about the person. Speaking about the person. And because I know, we have such a fucked up relationship with death yeah, in our culture. Yeah. And, you know, I, this is just coming to my head. So a friend of mine, Beck, who I used to do Glamour House with before I started All Consuming as my blog, and she has put out a book, um, a cookie book called, um, oh, God, it's fallen out of my head. That's terrible. Um, oh, Anyway, that'll come back to me. But when her mum... At 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. But when her mum passed away, her children were quite little. So what they did, they just got a shoebox. And every time they thought of something about their nan or, or she thought about her mum, they would write it down on a piece of paper and then pop, pop it into this shoebox. And then whenever they were feeling really sad or they would sit and have a read of the different things that they remembered... And I thought, that's so lovely. And why couldn't you do something like that for an adult where you give them a nice container and a a nice notepad or something and they can write down things and, I don't know, it's just a thought. It would be totally dependent on the person. But I think it's, it's, um, what were the things that helped you? Um, I'm still so sad. Yeah. You know, it's still very sad. Yeah. Um, we had an enormous amount of support. Um, it's kind of fucked up our family. We've yeah. still got some, some work to do. Um, it kind of tore everyone in different directions. So, so, and that's stuff that people don't talk about either. No. You talk about the actual death of that person. person. You don't talk about... I'm pretty good. I can talk with mum about John and I will say, you know, John came to visit me in my dreams and we'll talk about, oh, doesn't it look like John or that sort of thing. But, yeah, as I said, I think we need to really, really look at death differently. Yeah. You know, and it's sad, but we seem to get stuck in the sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there are other cultures that do it differently and do it much better. Like the Irishman who today... Did you see in the paper? No. He was buried. And as they lowered his coffin into the ground, he'd organised. He obviously knew he was going to die. Yeah. Organised him banging on a door going, let me out. What am I doing? I can't see anything. As one of his mates played the recording as they lowered him to the ground. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So that to me is like. so good. You'll see it. It's everywhere on the internet. It is hilarious. Darling, we need to wrap it up now. We do. There's so many questions here. We do. Um, Kate is talking about kids and anxiety. Kate, I will see you in Phuket, so we'll have a cocktail and we'll chat about that. Thank you so much for joining us. How, how can they support us? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, we've had so many beautiful new reviews too. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, I have not been look, looking at Not them. recently. And I haven't seen how many downloads we have. We've, we're galloping towards 200,000. Oh, so. galloping. Thousands. Galloping. Thousands and thousands and Thank you so much. You're all awesome. And we love you. We'll miss you. And Go slay dragons. Go slay dragons. Be kind to yourself. And as we like to say, just keep plucking.